Good morning, it's October 16th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. If you want to know where Democrats and liberals stand today, there are two events that can tell you everything you need to know. <clears throat> in 2020, George Floyd was killed by a police officer in Minneapolis. It sparked outrage across the country and spawned the birth of the Black Lives Matter organization. Democrats demanded that police forces be defunded. They marched in the streets and chanted slogans that basically said we should be attacking police officers. We had statues of many of the founders of this nation torn down simply because they were white men and some had owned slaves, something that was prevalent around the world at that time in history. Athletes were urged to take a knee during the playing of the national anthem. Corporations, anxious to show their solidarity with the BLM movement, could not wait to donate money. Universities <clears throat> started teaching courses that basically said that white people were oppressors and people of color were being oppressed. We had states and cities like California set up a commission to study making financial payments to all black people as a form of reparations for slavery and racial discrimination years ago. Well, 10 days ago, Hamas terrorists committed an egregious act of terrorism. Some of them hang glided into a music festival, indiscriminately shooting anyone they could. Information found on the bodies of some of these terrorists included orders telling them to kill as many Jews as possible. They killed women and children, and reports came in that they mutilated the bodies. They took hostages back to Gaza and believed they could then force Israel, the United States, and other nations to pay ransoms to get them back. After all, the Biden administration had just freed up $6 billion funds for Iran in a hostage exchange. <clears throat> now, you would think this horrific act of terrorism would unite all people to denounce Hamas as a terrorist organization and demand that they be eradicated from Gaza. You would think that the people would rush to support Israel as it defends itself from the constant rocket attacks from Hamas and now from its sister terrorist group in Lebanon, Hezbollah. I would certainly think that students across the nation would rally and protest the actions of these terrorists. And I would be wrong. And so would you if you had a similar thought. Across this nation, we have seen large protests by students who have sided with the terrorists and blame Israel for the hideous and barbarous act of terrorism. At Harvard, the Paragon of Liberalism, a group of 34 student organizations signed a letter stating that, quote, Israel was entirely responsible, end quote, for what was happening along the Gaza border. And they were not alone in showing their support for terrorism. At Georgetown University, the Students for Justice in Palestine, SJP, held a vigil to support Hamas. At UCLA, students held a march for Palestine again, blaming Israel. And it was across the nation at universities this was happening. And this has spread to other countries where large Muslim populations have grown. In London, there were demonstrations in support of Hamas. In Berlin, Germany, a government official had to make a statement that advised people not to make visible their Jewish faith. She then added the comment, quote, isn't it sick that such things have become normal in Germany? End quote, referring to people spitting on Jews. In Congress, we have seen multiple Democrats tell us that Israel's at fault. Rashid Tlaib, the congresswoman from Michigan, now flies a Palestinian flag outside her office and calls on Israel to de-escalate without any mention of the atrocities committed by Hamas. No calling them terrorists. Her fellow Democrat, Ilhan Omar, posted a photo that allegedly showed the bodies of Palestinian children only to have it pointed out the photo was of children killed by chemical weapons in Syria over a decade ago. She had retweeted this photo from a self-described investigative journalist, Suleiman Ahmad. Wow, that's a real good source. The leader of the squad, those progressive Democrats in Congress who are almost entirely anti-Israel, 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted out that we should be wary of disinformation on social media, but no condemnation of her fellow progressive, Ilhan Omar, for posting the very disinformation she was decrying. We have these liberal Democrats around the nation and in Congress demanding that the United States stop providing aid to the Jewish state. This level of anti-Semitism that is rising up in the Democratic Party is shocking. But in my opinion, it's been there all along, just beneath the surface, and they only needed some event to allow it to bubble up. The, their most liberal followers are so caught up in identity politics that they have to support the Palestinians because in their mind, they're oppressed. And the Jews in Israel have been the oppressors because they're living in an economically successful country. But there's a backlash to all of this, and it gives me hope that this level of anti-Semitism can still be quashed. Bill Ackman, a Harvard graduate and hedge fund executive, along with several other business leaders, have demanded that Harvard release the names of students who signed their letters supporting Hamas, blaming Israel. Jonathan Neiman, the CEO of restaurant chain Sweetgreen, said, quote, I would like to know so I will know never to hire these people. As, and quote, Winston Strawn, a major law firm, withdrew an offer to the law students that wrote the letter supporting Hamas. Well, Ackman's right, and these other CEOs are right. We don't want to hire these anti-Semitic people. Well, the result is these brave people who jumped immediately to support Hamas have now tried to remove their names from any public view and hide their support. They now wear masks to the protest so as not to be identified. They show, in fact, that they're just as much a coward as the terrorists from Hamas are when committing acts of terrorism. They're emulating Hamas warriors who reportedly are donning civilian clothes in Gaza to blend in and escape detection. If the Democratic Party wants to rid itself of this insidious anti-Semitic problem, they should include a plank in their party platform affirming support for the United States' strongest ally in the Middle East, Israel. They should include in that plank a denouncement of groups like Hamas and Hezbollah and name them as terrorists. That is what they should do but I doubt they'd do it because it would fly in the face of the identity politics that now dominate their political mindset. This has been To My Liberal Friends. If you enjoy the podcast, hit the subscribe button, recommend it to your friends, and if you have a comment, please leave it.